Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nose football. If you put any ounce of effort into betting on the NFL draft with research, you will win. Joe knows baseball. Am I insane for making the case for a pitcher fifth and exit, fifth and strikeout rate at 31%, but Robbie Ray is 101. Joe knows basketball. Jokic is down to 8-1. to one. Before the year started, I grabbed him at 33-1. to one. Joe O knows the answers to your sports betting questions on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. It's a big day for DJ Paul. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe Jaron Hawks, we're with you on a Thursday. Kenny Ducey from the Action Network joins us. Talk MLB playoffs. We get game two tonight. Yankees and the Astros coming up. We'll talk to Kenny in 20 minutes. But right now, it's time for Joe Knows, as Joe will answer your sports betting questions as we find out some of our listeners or contestants on cooking shows. We, the, the breaks around here, I learned, I learned more. <laughs> sometimes I learn more during the breaks than I do on the show or we're prepping for the show. Like, we just learned so much. So, um, yes, we, we found out one of our, our great listeners was a contestant on a cooking show. But that, that's not the point of the segment. The point is Joe Knows. We, we'll have him so, on one time to talk about it. I can't wait. I can't wait. No, it, it's awesome. Yeah. All right, what do we got for Joe this week? What, what, what are we asking What are we asking you, Joe? Any, anything from the, our Twitch um, audience here, Aaron? I, I've yet. got this message here. I've got this message here from uh, Brandon right, New, Newberry. Yep. Uh, Brandon Newberry, regular listener to the show. He said, I don't know if you guys are doing a Joe Knows coming up, but uh, – here it is. Here's a, the scenario that Brandon has. I have future bets on the Phillies at 50 to 1 and Padres at 25 to 1. So I'm guaranteed to have a World Series team. Would you recommend hedging in the World Series? And if so, do I wait to say to see who's in for sure or look for a market like winning league where I can bet the AL at minus 155 and hedge with that number? I'm just uh, worried if it's the Astros, the number will be worse than minus 155 because they would obviously be the favorite. They're the World Series favorite right now. Right. So we've addressed this a few different ways, and I keep coming back to one thing, and I don't mean to weasel out of this at all. 
I'll tell you that our, my thoughts on this process and all that. But my thoughts are, what do you want out of this? Are you, did you make the future bet to try and cash a big ticket or did you make it because you're like the number's wrong. I think one or two of these teams are going to make a run and I just want to grind out some sort of profit. I'm in a position to hedge. Personally, in most cases, I do not hedge. And if I hedge, I hedge a small amount. It's not going to be half. It's going to be a quarter because I always believed in the bet. But most of the time, I don't. I did a little bit with Robbie Ray because there was a position where uh, very late in the season, Garrett Cole was plus money. So I hedged off a portion of it. But I was completely fine doing that. I would never go halfway. Um, if you want to go down the hedging route, I'd rather take the Astros today. And I would, I would make, take that risk because you can get the Astros at plus money this morning to win the World Series. They are plus 115. I'd rather do that. But is it a true hedge? No, because there is the risk that the Yankees make the World Series and the Yankees win the World Series. But if, but if I'm looking to minimize it a little bit, where you just want to get some sort of a profit, I would take the Astros now at plus money because they're not going to be plus money very much longer, especially if they win today. Now, hey, if you think the Yankees are going to win today, maybe, maybe hold off a little bit. But um, I would roll with it. Like you said, Brandon, you're going to have one of those two teams in the World Series and then kind of figure out what you can do. And your team might take a lead in the series. And then you can get the, the AL representative with plus money. That's me. I would roll with my bet. I would believe in my bet. Both teams look great right now, obviously making it this far. I wouldn't do anything. But if you're looking to hedge, I would look to an Astros hedge. Well, I agree with that. Uh, I mean, yeah. I think the way you, way you hit on the end there is probably the best way to do it. Like, wait until – because he's going to have one of his two teams in anyway, right? If the Phillies or Padres go up 1-0 in the World Series next Friday night, that's it. Just go take the AL then. And then you've got plus money there. You, you've, got, you've got something coming either way at a good number. You could take mm -hmm. the Astros now, but there is a little risk, like you said. What if the Yankees win the series? Then your hedge was wasted. You just threw money away. And you still have to do the same thing next week if you want to hedge. But, yeah. Right. Padres or Phillies go up 1-0, that's it. That's, that's the spot. You're in, a, you're in a great spot. And then we can also look at the pitching matchups, how they line up the rest right. of the way. Like, yeah. There are not a lot of times – I mean, you, Joe, you watch this forever your whole life. Not a lot of times where it's like game one winner, up, oh, series over. It's not – we see it sometimes in basketball, but in baseball we don't see that a whole lot. Yep. The, no, there's, no. There's, there's a little back and forth, back and forth. Yep. <laughs> Aaron, how you doing over there? What? You, oh, <laughs> you probably can't oh, clean it. Can you clean it up? <laughs> what? I can't. Jake's making her. me laugh. What is he doing? I don't know. He's sending texts and I just can't. Oh. Um, okay, I'm pulling it together. I'm a professional. So I do have a question. Let's just say you are um, listening to BetQL Daily. You're increasing your bankroll. When do you decide like, okay, like I've increased my bankroll. I'm going to increase, you know, the size of my, I guess you would say your, your unit size, how much you're going to bet, place on each bet. When do you decide that? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you... Uh, or go ahead like yeah like just say like you're crushing it so far this nfl season or <clears throat> and you want to start betting more per game like how much of an increase to your bankroll like when do you make that decision yeah be careful with that um i typically am going to make that decision early on in the year so mm -hmm. 
increasing and decreasing, I think, are a couple of different things. So when you are on a cold streak, we've all been on cold streaks. If you're normally betting, say, whatever one unit size is for you, going to a half or a quarter is not a bad thing at all. Or just walking away. I recommend that all the time. Like, you have to walk away. Sometimes you need a break from it. And then you see things clear once you come back. Now, if you're on a hot streak, you're doing well, and you think you've got something figured out, you probably don't. It's just the variance (laughs) of sports betting. I mean, honestly, you probably don't have some edge. Now, there are some examples once in a while where, where you might, or you're pretty good at one specific angle. I'd be careful about going, oh, man, this is easy. I'm going to go from one to two units because that's usually when now it's going to come back around. I think the worst time to double your size is uh, uh, the bankroll or whatever you're betting is probably after a hot streak because we all know what's coming around the corner pretty soon. And you don't know when it's going to happen. And then instead of losing like five units over a few days, you lose 10. Like that would be a killer. And now you're just, but like, would you wait a full year? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like how long is too long? Like for me, I just did it after one year, like a little bit. Cause I was scared. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I've been yeah. betting the same thing every game for a little over a year. And I was like, you know what? I could afford to increase it, but I'm also like, I, I don't want to lose everything I just made slow and steady wins the race. I want to be responsible. Mm-hmm. So I was just curious, you know, when to, when is the right time because also i'm kind of to the point where i bet so much that i can't afford to bet more but you know is this amount even getting me excited anymore like should i right. bet a little bit more you know it. but i don't want to get into that dangerous territory <laughs> and it is dangerous i i would i'll answer that by saying if you truly think you have an edge it, we all have like sources and our friends that know things. And especially in the sports betting world, where you get bits of information before the rest of the world, like a starting quarterback in a college football game. Like if you have that sort of information, yes, I would bet more in that okay. specific instance. I, I wouldn't say, okay, now every regular bet is going to be double. I would try to stay away from that until right. You, right. you prove over the long haul what you're able to do at a specific sport. But if you have an angle, if you think you have an edge on a specific prop, if you have information that is not available to the public, that's one of those instances where, yes, I would bet more in those spots. Okay. Well, the other thing, too, would be confidence or overconfidence. I think that's what you guys are speaking of, right? Like, you don't want to be overconfident, like, ah, I, I, can, I can do no wrong now because everyone has cold streaks. You're going to lose some. Yeah. But the other side, too, like, if you, want, if you think you can increase it, you're probably not going to lo- you're probably not going to lose all your money, right? If you've been betting for years and, and you have a percentage you usually hit, right? Like it's it's I, I think we all have that fear, like oh no, I'm going to lose my next ten and I'm whatever, next twenty, and they're all the money's gone. It's probably going right. to even out. It always kind of evens yeah. out. That's I mean we're we're just like anybody else. It evens out, right? You a bad couple days, good couple days. As long as you it's, know it, you, you have a feeling, yeah. You're it's okay. the juice that gets most people in the end. Like, and then you start right. doing minus 125s, a bunch of those props, which I'm already seeing with the NBA season, people tweeting out their props. Like, I'm doing this at minus 125, this at minus 130. I'm like, dude, you know how high of a rate that you have to hit on for you to even break even if you're betting everything that's minus 125, minus 130? Jeez, like minus 110 is tough enough. But some people don't think yeah. about that. They fall in love with one specific play and or or even just using the websites to shop around where you can see what the same bet is at different books you know to make sure because over the long haul it makes a difference 
Uh, here's another message from one of our listeners, John Melchers. Uh, Joe knows question. He says, with you being great at futures. Well, thank you, John. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> do you have a set limit of bets on a given future? Example, coach of the year. I know we have Bill Belichick and Arthur Smith. Will you continue to play if you find value, or is there a cap at a certain number? Very good question. Because, Aaron, you said you learned a lesson last year with NFL Coach of the Year. And mm -hmm. the Belichick number we got was 100. The Arthur Smith number we got a few weeks ago was also 100. Uh, yeah, right? I believe that was 100. I can check. But um, so he's asking, okay, when do you stop? When When is it like you're not going to bet five or you're going to bet six? Like, what, what sort of portfolio do you have a cap? I don't have a cap. But I'm also not going to bet like five or six guys, and like now we're now we're at the one third of mark of the season. If I find value, like you, this market can flip. We've seen it in other years flip, where the winner was nowhere in the team photo one third of the way through the season. Now, if there's an incredible amount of value at a good number, I'll bet that. I'll bet that. But I'm not at a point where I'm like, nope, I got my two. I'm out. I'm not doing anything else. Especially at, I feel like you can do more with the numbers that I'm betting in this specific case with, with these 100 numbers. And the timing has to matter, right? You're not going to jump in with an extra one, like three weeks left in the season because you're not getting any no. volume. And, and I think back to our guest, Ian McDonald, he said, this is the time. This is when those coaches make their move. Like maybe it's, yep. it could be Belichick. I think it, I think Belichick has a real chance right now to make his move and win a bunch of games mm -hmm. and the Patriots are potentially a playoff team, again, under Bill Belichick. Coming up next, Kenny Ducey will join us from the Action Network. We'll talk MLB. we got a game two today, and the Phillies and the Padres game three tomorrow. That's next, right here on the Beck UL Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.